Okay, it looks like this is going to work for me. So Psalms chapter 8, verses 1 through 2. It says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, thou, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. You can go ahead and be seated here tonight. I just want to talk, you know, it's kind of a continuation on Sunday, I guess. I don't know. I was researching, you know, power and the power that we have. And there was one point and I kind of debated whether or not I should include it in, but I decided that it would need its own lesson altogether. So tonight I'm just going to talk about the power of our praise. Hallelujah. So in this scripture that we read, David learned a key spiritual concept during his life that helped him to get strength from God in his trials and silence his enemies, something so simple that even a small child could practice it. And because the devil launches so many attacks against the children of God, the Lord has given us one weapon that will stand strong in the face of every assault Hallelujah, and silence the enemy every time. Jesus referred to this same concept during his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. As he came into the city and the people began to realize who Jesus was, they began to praise him. In Matthew 21, verse 15 through 16, and I have a lot of scriptures for you guys tonight, so <laughs> stay with me. Um. Matthew 21, 15, and 16. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna, the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto them, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read? Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou perfected praise? So there, Jesus is not misquoting David, the first scripture that we read. When we read it earlier, it says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. Jesus said, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. What he was doing is he was interpreting the scripture and explaining the truth that David had already discovered, that there is supernatural strength on our behalf when we give praise unto God. Your simple act of praise is bigger than you you are because it connects you with God who is bigger than you are. Praise accomplishes what we cannot because it launches spiritual weapons at the enemy that demolishes his strength. David had learned this in his life and as long as he learned as long as he was praising God, situations that involved the enemy were going to turn around. And we see that they did. First Samuel 16 and 23 says, And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took a harp and played with his hand, so Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Also, 1 Samuel 17, 45, Then said David unto the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. 
And one more, 1 Samuel 30 and 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all of the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So we see in every situation when David was desperate, when these uh, you know, trials of life were coming, his, you know, when, when we face trials, our reactions become more and more childlike. But that is good because out of the simplicity of childlike response comes the most powerful weapon that God has ever unleashed, and that is our praise. Matthew eleven twenty five says, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. I love that no matter how young we are in the Lord, God has just a way of helping us to understand. In Psalms 149 and 6, let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Hallelujah. Our praise is like a sword. Hallelujah. The Bible is filled with praise. And you know, I'm so happy that we don't have to apologize for our worship. You know, we can just express our worship in the way that we feel to express our worship, and we don't have to apologize for it. Hallelujah. There are so many commandments in the Bible to praise God. And so we, as Christians, can't be exempt from that. Amen? Okay, so here are just a few ways that David found to praise God and silence the enemy. Now, I'm going to go through these scriptures, but each word that we will see here, the, the word for praise has a little bit different meaning, and it's, so, it's just so beautiful the way that God does this. So Psalms 113 and 1, it says, Praise ye the Lord, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. That word there, halal, it means to make a show, to boast, or to be clamorously foolish. Psalms 115.18, But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. That word, barak, it means to kneel in adoration. Can you believe in English language it's just saying praise the Lord, praise the Lord, but here it's actually different actions. Psalms 116 and 2, it says, Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. That word is kara, to call out, to preach, to proclaim, or to cry out. Psalms 116 and 17. It says, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. That one is tauda is a choir of worshipers with upraised hands. Psalms 117 and 1, it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. That's Shabbat, or to address in a loud tone, triumph and glory. Psalms 118 and 1, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. That word, yada is to worship with extended hands. 
We have Psalms 118 and 24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the, the Hebrew word, but it's to spin around under the influence of violent emotion. And one more, Psalms 118.28, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. That one means to exalt, to extol, to lift up, or to set on high. Hallelujah. I hope that these actions are familiar to you because we see in the Bible how all of these different ways that people express themselves in worship, and we as Christians, hallelujah, can praise the Lord not just with our mouth, but also through our motion. Hallelujah. We can't have just a quiet, reserved church because you know what's quiet and reserved? A dead church. Hallelujah. I don't want to be a part of a dead church. I want to be a part of a praising church. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And so we... You know, every, every relationship that we have involves emotion. And so our relationship with God should be no different. And so, it, of course, we can't just have emotion, right? There's a lot more to that. There's, uh, you know, we have knowledge and we have truth and all of that. But it doesn't negate the emotion. And so, you know, you can say that, oh, well, I'm not just, you know, I'm not really an emotional type, but... Really what it comes down to is that you're only emotional about the things that are important to you. And so the Bible tells us that there's only one kind of person that is exempt from praise. And that is in Psalms 115 and 17. It says, the dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. Hallelujah. So none of us here today have any excuse. Hallelujah. The Bible also makes these commands about the dead. It says in Ecclesiastes 9 and 4, For unto him that is joined to all the living there is hope, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. God was pretty harsh on that one. <laughs> Matthew eight twenty two. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. What he was saying is he wasn't disrespecting them or their relationship with them, but what he was saying is, here I am, I'm alive, I'm here, hallelujah. Where are our priorities? Matthew 22 and 32, it says, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living, hallelujah, Hallelujah. So if we want to get God's attention, hallelujah, we've got to be alive in our worship. We've got to be alive in our praise. Hallelujah. Psalms 146, 147, 148, and 149 all begin and end with the phrase, praise ye the Lord. Then the final and Psalms 150 declares, we're going to read one, Psalms 150 verses 1 through 6. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the tremble and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Now verse 
6, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. So if we have breath in our bodies, hallelujah, then we can praise him. The Bible teaches us that the mouth is the center of spiritual warfare. And the mouth can either launch us, either launch the devil's weapons or God's. We know how much, how much we've been hurt by the words of others, how much power our own words have. Hallelujah. And so we can choose, right? We choose whether we're going to use them for good or for evil. Revelation 16 and 13. I warned you guys, there's more. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. The Bible talks a lot about the mouth, a lot about the tongue. James 3 and 6, it says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Proverbs 8.21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I've got one more here. Joel 3 and 10. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hallelujah. Our words matter. What we say about ourselves, what we say about the Lord, it matters. Are we going to use that to praise him? Or are we going to use that to bring people down or bring ourselves down? Hallelujah. It is so important. Hallelujah. That we praise him with our lips and that we praise him with our actions. God didn't keep Joseph from the pit. He didn't keep Daniel from the lion's den. The Hebrew boys from the fiery furnace or Paul and Silas from the prison. But because they started praising instead of pouting, God walked with them through every situation. Hallelujah. So when we're going through the trials of life and we need Jesus, we've got to learn to praise him. No matter what's going on around us, we've got to praise him. No matter when, hallelujah, the devil is attacking, we've got to praise him. Hallelujah. 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 The ultimate expression of praise is when you allow God to take control of your mouth. We said earlier it's the center of spiritual warfare. And the only way that he can do that is to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Joel 2.28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions hallelujah when we have the spirit of god and when we have the holy ghost hallelujah it's gonna flow out of our mouth hallelujah we'll be able to prophesy we'll be able to speak life hallelujah and we know according to acts 2 39 that the promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off even as many as the lord our god shall call Hallelujah. So we all have access to God's spirit. And when we do, we can speak. Hallelujah. And we can praise our creator. 
So my question to you here tonight is, which will you choose? Will you praise instead of panic? Will you worship instead of worry? Because when we do, God fights for us. God turns our situation around. Hallelujah. We're going to turn to Second Second Chronicles 20, verse 18 through 22. When Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord, and the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall prosper. And verse 21. Verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, And that, I mean, this is so powerful. And that they should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise ye the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. How amazing is that? They actually set people out in front to praise God. And all of a sudden, God changed everything, right? He put off the enemy for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when David writes in Psalms 103 that we should bless the Lord, he's not just saying that we bless the Lord because of the past things that God's done. He's also telling us that as we bless the Lord, we actually walk in the benefits of that praise. And those benefits are here in Psalms 103, 1 through 5. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless thy holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Here we go. Who forgiveth all mine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, and who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. It's just so amazing that praise can do so much for us. It says he forgiveth, healeth, redeemeth, crowneth, satisfieth, all of those things. And hey, I know when you're in the middle of it, it's hard, right? You know, it's easy to praise God when everything is going good, but when it's not, it's hard. But these are the benefits that we have. Again, God didn't spare these people from trials. He hasn't spared me from trials. Hallelujah. But when we praise, we're able to get through them. Hallelujah. 
So David uncovers the secret to silencing the enemy. If you want to make the enemy look small, then you've got to make God look big with your praise because praise doesn't change God's power, right? But it just changes our perspective. And so when we magnify the Lord with our praise, we start to see what God can do. Psalms 34 one through four, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he healed me and delivered me from all of my fears. How beautiful what the Lord would do for us through our praise. Now, I'm going to need you guys to help me on this one, to get with me here, because I'm going to go through the worshiper's alphabet. And yes, I found something for each letter of the alphabet. So, you know, we can talk about our anxieties, or we can praise the advocate, the all in all, the almighty, the alpha, and the omega. Now, you can talk about your bitterness or you can praise the banner, the bearer of sin, the beginning and the end, our blessed hope, the bridegroom, the bright and morning star. You can talk about your concerns or you can praise the chief cornerstone, the chosen of God, the Christ, the comforter, the counselor, the creator. Hallelujah. You can talk about your depression or you can praise the day star. You can pray the def- our defense, the deliverer, our dwelling place. You can talk about your emptiness or you can appraise the eternal God, the express image of God, the everlasting Father. You can talk about your fears or you can praise the faithful one, the finisher of our faith, the first begotten, hallelujah, the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You can talk about your guilt or you can praise the God manifested in flesh, the great shepherd, the God with us, our guide. You can talk about your habits or you can praise the helper, our hiding place, the high priest, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You can talk about your insecurities or you can praise the I am, the Emmanuel, the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. You can talk about your jealousies or you can praise Jesus Christ, the judge and the just one. You can talk about your knowledge or you can praise the king of kings. Hallelujah. The kinsman redeemer. Hallelujah. The king of glory. You can talk about your loneliness or you can praise the lifter of my head, the lily of the valley, the lamb that was slain. Hallelujah. You can talk about your misery or you can praise the maker, the master, the mediator, the Messiah, the mighty God. Hallelujah. You can talk about your needs or you can praise the Nazarene or the name above every name. You can talk about your offenses or you can praise the omega the only begotten you can talk about your problems or you can praise the physician the potter the priest the prince of peace hallelujah you can talk about your questions or you can praise the one with the quickening spirit there's not a whole lot of cues you can talk about your reasons or you can praise the redeemer the refuge the righteous the rock of our salvation the rose of sharon the ruler our reward the resurrection 
Hallelujah. You can talk about your sadness or you can praise the Savior, the shield, the shepherd, the shelter, the strong tower, the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can talk about your trials or you can praise the teacher, the tender mercies of God, the truth. You can talk about your uncertainty or you can praise the upright, the understanding, the upholder of all things. You can talk about your victimization, or you can praise the victory, the very present help in time of trouble. Hallelujah. You can talk about your weakness, or you can praise the wonderful, the word, the way, the truth, and the life. You can talk about your excuses, or you can praise the one who is excellent. You can talk about your yearnings, or you can praise the one whose yoke is easy. Oh, but the burden is light. You can talk about your zeros or you can praise the one who is the zeal of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The secret to all of it. Hallelujah. The secret to victory is our continual prayers. Our continual prayers. That's what it's all about. Luke 24 and 53. It says, and we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. If we could stand here tonight, I just got a little, I got a different song for us here tonight. If I was wondering if we could just praise him instead of just coming down to the altar and praying, if we could praise him, I just want to, I just want to list one more scripture here. It's Psalms 81 and 10. It says, I am the Lord, thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. I don't know about you, but what comes out of my mouth, I want it to be of God. Hallelujah. As I'm talking to my coworkers, as I'm talking to my family, I want it to be a praise unto God. Hallelujah. As I'm talking about my situation, as I'm talking about the people in my life, I want it to be a praise unto God. So tonight, I just hope that we can just praise the Lord here for a minute. Lift him up tonight. Come on. Hallelujah. This song just says, I've got a praise. I Hallelujah. Shout the speeches for a minute. Well, he picked me up to turn me around. 